Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I welcome you to a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. We're going to look for some solutions to a problem plaguing the business right now, and rumors are heating up once again on one of the most sought-after talents in professional wrestling. After John Moxley and Dave Bautista's recent outspoken comments about the issues with WWE Creative, Mark Henry will give us some insight on working with Vince McMahon and the creative team and how talent right now can make the best of their situation. Plus, that's right, he's back in the news again, the name that will not go away, CM Punk. With AEW's All Out coming up in August, the rumors are heating up about Punk potentially joining the company, but is his return to wrestling just a pipe dream? All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We talked about WWE criticism and about the creative process. And before we get to the Busted Open Nation, you know, everyone talks about the creative process and what goes on in the WWE. So, Mark, let me ask you, how can you get the most, as a pro wrestler in the WWE, how can you get the most out of your conversations with Vince McMahon in relation to that creative process? Well, first off, when you go to Vince's office, don't go there with an ultimatum in your head because automatically you have put yourself behind the eight ball. Nobody likes to be told what they're going to do, and I'm not going to do that. You don't do that. Like, who does that to their boss? Oh, this is garbage. I'm not going to do that. That's... <laughs> and they start beatboxing. <laughs> like, stop it. Like, that's not going to help your case at all. It's not going to help. My solution, and I have the solution, guys. There was a point where I had a match, and... I didn't agree with how it was going. I went to Vince's office and sat outside that door like everybody else does until it was my turn. I go in and I was like, man, this is not exactly the what I was looking for today, but you know, I, I you know, of course I'll do whatever you want, but I just want to let you know on the house shows. I work with so and so and I think it was it was it was a better match. And the next day the guy had a 
that in particular had a match with who you're saying that I should work with, but their match stole the show. If anything, let me do a job to this person and set them up to wrestle that person. And you have options. You create something that's not about you. You're thinking about the betterment of the show. That's when they listen. They don't listen to you when it's all about you. So all the guys and girls out there, don't go to Vince's office with just you in mind. Have the show in mind, and then you'll get some creative freedom. They'll say, you know what? I see that. So so you mean to tell me that in the agent report, which there's an agent report, every match on the house shows, and if it could – if they go together, then Vince will say, you know what? We should we should try that. You know, if you, you're willing to do that, then I'm like, yeah, I'm willing to do that. Because I know that eventually there will be a point where I'm going to need something <laughs> that really matters, and they'll listen to me. And you might say, oh, it's politicking. Yes, it is. Politics is how you get it done, not ultimatums. Mark, you obviously were with the company a very long time, for decades. Did you have a problem with the creative process, or did you, as a professional, yes. knew how to handle it? And I mean, it, it, I, I'm guessing, again, from the outside looking in, it must be a balancing act when dealing with that. It is indeed a balancing act. And there were times where I didn't agree with how stuff was going. But the difference between me and other people is if you gave me lemons, I made lemonade. I did not want to dwell in, in, in the negative of it, or I don't like this, or I don't want to work with this guy. There were people that I didn't want to work with. I didn't get along with everybody. I know contrary to popular belief, everybody says, man, Mark, a nice guy. He gets along with everybody. That That's not the truth. There were, you just didn't know because I don't always voice my opinion about negative stuff. And... When I went in that office with Vince and I was like, man, I don't know if I want to do a job to this guy. I don't like him, Vince. Come on, Mark. You know it's bigger than that. And at the end of the day, he was the boss. It was his company that I was working for, and they paid me to do a job. And if my job was to get over, then that's what I tried to do. If my job was to make somebody look good, I wanted to make them look better than anybody else on that roster would have made them look. And that's not what people are doing now. People are very self-absorbed. We have a fan base that has a short attention span and everybody wants to do high spots. But I guarantee if you stick to your guns and you say, I want to tell the story of this big guy versus this small guy. How do I do that? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to pick this guy up over my head, but he's going to wiggle away and come from behind me and he's going to kick me in the knee. He's going to hit the ropes and come off. I'm going to swing at him. He's going to duck. He's going to come off the ropes and drop kick me in the same knee. Now he's going to go up to the second rope and come off and hit me with a double axe. 
Now he's going to climb up to the top and cross body off the top, and I catch him, but ah, my knee, and I fall down. I told the story in that just one minute how he chopped me down to get me down to the ground. That's wrestling, guys. That's what we do. That's what I do. Okay, I'm, I, I'd rather digress. No. But that's that's what guys need to do. Mm-hmm. And then wrestling will be the purest thing that we that we grew up. It's got away from that, and it's got to. I can do a triple Lindy <laughs> off the top top rope to crash and burn on the floor. That used to be pay per view stuff. You only saw that in the pay-per-views back in the day. Ric Flair never went over the top and to the floor and Dusty and Steamboat and everything else was in the ring. That's the way I worked, in the ring. I couldn't fly, so I had to make up for it in how I told my stories. And you know who was the guy that that gave me the foundation? And I'm going to shout them out because they deserve to be shouted out. Jim Cornette, Mark, tell stories. Danny Davis, Mark, tell stories. And another guy, brilliant guy, a lot of people don't know that he's a a savant when it comes to training as well as the psychology of the business, is Dr. Tom Pritchard. Him him and Kane have a, a school in Tennessee. If you're in that area, go to that school. I guarantee you you're going to learn something. And you know go what? Go to Louisville. I know you're going to learn something because they teach psychology. And psychology is what's missing in the equation when you go to Vince's office and you want to tell Vince what you don't want to do when you can tell him a story of what you think should happen and maybe he'll agree. But if you go in there with that ultimatum, oh, God, boss, this is this is horrible. Who wrote this? I did. Oh, <laughs> my bad. That then you're gonna get buried. And it's and, and and some some people say, oh man, Vince Vince will take a grudge and bury you like that. I hold grudges. Of course he'll hold a grudge. Everybody does. And if anybody out there say, oh, man, I don't hold grudges, you're lying your ass off. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. At CM Punk, are you going to disappoint your fans by not show up at AEW? And his answer was yes. So just to... Uh, just to clarify that, he answered yes. But still, because it's in Chicago, everybody's thinking about CM Punk and the possibility. Comicbook.com was talking to Cody Rhodes. And, of course, the question came up about the possibility of CM Punk being at All Out in Chicago and CM Punk maybe being a part of AEW. And this is what Cody Rhodes had to say. Last year, something with All In that we noticed is that the, at the actual show, there wasn't a single CM Punk chant. I thought, great, okay. It's not that they don't like Punk, but they know that we're here and we're putting on this show. 
This year, I don't expect anything different. I've been very honest about that door remaining open. The fans have never given up on CM Punk, and if he wanted to be a part of AEW, we would do everything in our power to make him part of it. But I have 25 to 35 brand new stars, guys like Jungle Boy, guys like MJF, ladies like Kylie Ray, Britt Baker. If I want to spend all my time in trying to recruit just one CM Punk, I would be doing a disservice to them. I felt in the past with my own career that a disservice that has happened to me on occasion about putting someone ahead of me. You always hear the discussion of part-time this and that. I don't want it to go too far there, but I want to make AEW about performers we have. The door will forever remain open to CM Punk. He was very good to me in OVW. He was a great person to learn learn from in the ring. I had a good relationship with him. That door will remain open. But for All Out, the main focus for me is Hangman Page and Chris Jericho to determine the first very AEW world champion. Interesting stuff and interesting comments, Mark, from Cody Rhodes. Very interesting. And the, the thing that I, I like is him sticking to the guns of saying, that the important thing is the championship. He put emphasis on Hangman Page and Jericho, which he should. And the fan base has to realize that uh, this is a businessman. This is not just a talent. He's got a company to run. And you got to make tough decisions. And some of those decisions are going to be viewed from the people that are employees as just like he said, is there somebody going to come in and just be put in front of me? Something as simple as that, that he's trying to avoid. And I think that if punk did come in, it would come in with the pretenses that he wants to challenge for the title, but he don't want an easy road. He realizes that he's been gone for a while. He's going to have to work his way back to the top. I'd love to see Punk with five of the guys that um, we look at now as being the top competitors for the number one contendership at AEW. Let him have five matches. And he say, look, I beat them all. Now it's time for me to assume my rightful place, and that is at the top. And he, like nobody else, can grab a microphone and just eviscerate your champion and tell you why he deserves to be at the top. But that is months away. That would be months away. Well, Mark, you're like the way you're talking is if there might be a good possibility of him coming back. So I think the first question is, do you it's been five years. You know, he's been away. Obviously, he had a bad break with the WWE. The options five years ago aren't nearly as strong as they are right now. I think you would agree with that. Correct. Right. Right. And I think probably the 
the biggest contender to grab somebody like a CM Punk, just based on the words from Cody Rhodes and what we've heard in the past from Tony Khan, would be AEW. Let me ask you this, Mark, because it's been five years. People have been clamoring for it. And maybe some fans who haven't been. Maybe some fans who didn't like the way he broke away five years ago or what he said or what he hasn't said in the last five years. Let me ask you this. Do you think there is ever a chance that CM Punk comes back to pro wrestling? I do. And the biggest part of that reason for me saying that is I know how much he loves wrestling. We've talked about his love for wrestling. But we also have talked on this show about something not loving you back. Strongman didn't love me back. Weightlifting didn't love me back. Powerlifting didn't love me back at times. Mm -hmm. At times it was great. There was a heavy romance. And then there were times where I felt like, wow, no drug testing. Nobody coming to my aid. I'm I'm doing the best job that can be done. But the people I keep competing against, they keep turning up with positive drug tests. It's killing the sports. In every sport. But that's not the issue with wrestling. The issue with wrestling and punk is there are guys out there in the wrestling world outside the WWE at that time, like Colt Cabana, who is really, really good and who I like, and I like to hear him on the microphone. I mean, like, there's, there's no weakness. And he felt like, wow, that, that guy can't get a shot? And you let this dude, like, there's people just like any sport. You have the starting five on the basketball court, and then you got these seven guys that are on the bench that obviously are not as good as the guys that are on the on the floor. And sometimes in pro wrestling, there are guys that are on the bench that should be on the bench. And there's some guys that's on the bench that should not. They should be playing. And Punk did not like that. He didn't like it. It's like put the best people out there and quit worrying about what they look like. If they're good, the fans will love them for being good. They won't care if they don't have a six-pack or an eight-pack. Like, don't put me in a suit. I don't wear suits. I wear, I wear dickies and a T-shirt and Vans. I live an alternative lifestyle. I like alternative music, grunge. I come out to stuff like cultural personality. I don't come out to the fanfare of a Ric Flair music. Like you, you have some people, you just have to allow them to be who they are organically because it works in pro wrestling. Andre, you couldn't make it Andre Rick Steamboat. <laughs> Andre was a giant. He had to be who he was. Let people be who they are. All right, Mark. Don't you think, and, and I, I don't want to make this a big discussion about, like, all the things that Punk had to go through and, and you know, and why he left the WWE in the first place. Because, again, the landscape of pro wrestling is so different and there are options. 
But you just brought it up about, like, let him be who he is. Didn't the WWE let him be who he was? I mean, you brought up cult of personality. They did. Vince did. They brought in cult of personality. You know, they Vince let him. It. You know, he kind of began, like, people perceiving WWE champions not being the, you know, the muscle guy. Like, you know, CM Punk was the opposite of that. He was more style and substance than what people were used to with holding a WWE championship title around their waist. I think... He's a big reason why, you know, Daniel Bryan later on was able to succeed and why we have a lot of what we have right now in 2019 with the AJ Styles and everything else. I think right. I think Punk kind of broke the wall down when it came to that. And then you look at having success. I mean, CM Punk was a world champion. I mean, the last WrestleMania that CM Punk was involved in was WrestleMania 29. He went up he went up against The Undertaker which to me is the ultimate nod of respect when you're going up against the undertaker at WrestleMania at that time. It never, it didn't get any bigger than that. At that time, I think that was even more important than being in a championship match was going into the ring against the undertaker at WrestleMania. I, 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 I mean, I would have to agree with that, but also the, the, the point that I was trying to make is punk wants Punk wants people to understand that there are people out there that exceed expectations. Mm -hmm. He exceeded the expectation. And there is a double standard in sports, in life. And sometimes you have to not do it the way that you always did it because this situation is just so perfect. And he was a perfect storm, the pipe bomb, to get the microphone and stand in the middle of the ring or sit down in the middle of the ring and cross his legs, crisscross applesauce, bring the camera in close as you can bring it. And he would say stuff that would make you go, oh, my gosh. That was that was his that was the beauty of him being him. And when people start trying to mess with that and it's not him, of course, you know, an opinionated person like him is going to say, look, if it ain't going to be me, then y'all do it with somebody else. I'm out. And I can understand that. But that's that's not my personality. That's not what I would have done. But you have to allow him to be him. And, and, And don't judge him for it. Because he does love wrestling. I, I hear these this thing, oh, Punk don't love wrestling. He left. No. He left the situation that was not allowing him to be him. He didn't leave wrestling. We say his name every day in wrestling. When they play the when people create the video game characters. The new video game comes out. The first character that people create is a CM Punk replica. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he he's 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 left a, a stamp on the business that uh, that we want to see. We want him around, but you have to let a guy like that be that guy. 
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. I have had friends, very talented friends, work for this company and be unceremoniously fired. They deserved it. They deserved it? They deserved it. Why? Because you don't know what makes a superstar in 2011. You don't know what these people want. You want to punish people for actually liking professional wrestling guys like Colt Cabana, guys like Luke Gallows? Huh? You will apologize to me for them because they can't be here right now and they can't stand up to you and they can't let their voice be heard. I am CM Punk and I am the voice of the voiceless and you will apologize and you will like it. Oh, back here on Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, Mark Henry, man. In case you forgot, Little reminder how damn good CM Punk was on the microphone, Mark. Unbelievable. And I guarantee you that he probably went out there with maybe 10% of what he said in his mind because he's a smart guy and he's spontaneous. And and, and that that was the beauty of working with him is he knew how to tell a story. And if, if you can remotely work, he was going to make you look good. And if you had in mind, I'm going to try to make him look good. (laughs) Then it was, it was heaven. It was heaven in the ring. So, you know, we don't really know. We don't really get a lot of insight about CM Punk in and out of the ring. We've gotten a couple of glimpses from people, but Mark, you know, firsthand, because as you said, you said it was like heaven being in the ring with him. And you know, you said about how much he loves pro wrestling. Like, if you were to sum up CM Punk as a man in the ring when you were working with him, like, could you do that? I mean, you know, what was he like? Punk was very competitive. He knew who was on the card. He did not want to have a match where oh, we're going to dummy down because we should let them have the ring. That didn't exist with Punk. Punk was like, we're going to go out here and steal it because we could tell a better story than they can. And I'm CM Punk, and you're Mark Henry. And we're going to kick ass. We're going to, at the end of this show, the people will be chanting, this is awesome. And that's what we work for. And I remember a time we wrestled in London and we had eight minutes and, you know, it was just us getting through a match that we had done on the house shows and we had worked like six days, seven days in a row in Europe. And we got out there and they said, hey, um, we y'all work through the break. Work through three minutes, break time on TV. 
We came out of the break. We're going to add five minutes. We didn't call none of that stuff. Everything that happened out there happened organically. And we killed it. We were, I mean, just freestyling. CM Punk has the talent to not have to call things because he's so versed at everybody else's styles. And that's studied. He studies. It's a big guy against a small guy. Okay. Guys the same size. Babyface, babyface match. Tags, triple threat, four-way, steel cage. He knows what to do. Not rattled. Oh, you're going to add eight minutes? Okay. Thank you. Let's go. That's Punk. Punk is, is, is he's, a, he's a coach. If he works with a guy that's not as experienced as him, he's going to be like, open your ears. We're going to kill this. He gives you confidence in the ring. There was a point where we went 17 minutes. I hadn't wrestled a 17-minute match in about four months. But we did it, and it was easy, and we could have went another 10 because of his pacing and him knowing, oh, I'm working with a big dude. I need to make sure this dude gets plenty of rest because if he gets tired, he's going to kill me. <laughs> you got to know what you're doing. And that was the beauty of Punk. He, there was no situation you was going to put him in that he couldn't handle. Let's go out to Nick in New Jersey. Nick, what's going on, buddy? Just, you know, as I, as I think about all, all the stuff you guys were talking about earlier, I got to go back to um, just prefacing this with everything that Cody said, um, you know, about really putting the focus on the stars that they're trying to build and putting the focus on uh, Hangman and Jericho. Um, you know, I, I thought Mox was a big get for them. And just looking at this, where do you see AEW if they are able to get Punk and he is able to show up at All Out? And, you know, to Mark's point earlier, maybe they, you know, maybe they build him kind of as this kind of comeback character with them where he's, you know, got to win five or six matches to get back into that contention. Um, Where do you see that uh, AEW in terms of competition for WWE if that happens? Well, they talked about competition. They talked about it being a, 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 like a sport that wins and losses matter. Yep. Punk has been in MMA. He realized you don't go straight to the top. You got to fight your way to the top. That's what sports is. That's what a competitive uh, advantage would add to him is this guy's on a five win on a streak of winning five matches against the best wrestlers in AEW. And now, He's going to wrestle so-and-so to be the number one contender for the championship, which is what AEW said they were going to be about, their championship. And what did Cody just say? What did he say? He said he wanted to put the emphasis on Paige and Jericho for the title, not bringing somebody in that would tarnish or steal the light from that. So it's not going to happen at this pay-per-view. It might happen at 
the next one, but it won't happen at this one. And I love what Cody said because he said he's been in a situation where a part-timer would come in and kind of, you know, take, you know, the whole focus of what was going on creatively. You know, Cody Rhodes doesn't want to do that with AEW. Like you said, Mark, it's about wins and losses, and it's about that title. Now, the second half of that caller and the question was, what about competition for WWE? Again, AEW to me is completely different than the WWE. As we said, you know, WWE is sports entertainment and AEW is pro wrestling. But at the same time, you can't expect everything to happen overnight. You have to let it build. You know, I know everyone's going to be looking about looking at the ratings the week that they they come out on 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 TNT. Everyone's going to be looking at the ratings. What's going on with the ratings? But you got to look what this is going to be like long term for AEW. You can't judge this overnight, especially no, when can't. it comes to the ratings. Listen, I've never in my entire life as a wrestling fan has seen a company start this hot this fast. I mean, they're selling out arenas before they even have their first show on TV. Tickets for All Out go on sale at noon Eastern time. So as soon as we sign off, tickets are going to go on sale. All In, sold out. Double or Nothing, sold out. And I'm sure All Out is going to be sold out. Mark? Those are things we when's the last time in the world of pro wrestling outside of the WWE that we have been able to say the word sold out when it comes to thousands of of people when it comes to arenas. We haven't been able to do that in 20 years. But at the same time, it's been a long time. It's been it's been a long, long time. But still, at the same time, Mark, you have to be patient with this as well. But but, you know, as you said earlier, this is a. What have you done for me lately? This is, you know, this is a short attention span, short memory, and I'm sure people are going to expect high ratings for AEW coming right out of the gate. And, and they're going to get it. Yeah. They're going to get it. They're, I mean, there, there's so many people on that roster right now that you can't sh- shake a stick at that they, they're going to have to get the attention that they need because they one they deserve it and they need content. You can't just have a championship match. One match is not going to do it. So all of these people that we saw, um, and we we talked about Pac and and they they said that Tony said in the interview that we when we interviewed him that they were going to get that situation rectified. I, that was the only thing that I missed on that show. So there, there's a lot to be desired. There's still a lot more. And Cody is, is still a viable commodity. The Bucks are still a viable commodity. They, they, they have, they're loaded with talent. Yep. So there, there's matches to be had. And you're going to have a Bucks match. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. And you're going to have, you know, like one of the, the ladies' matches. You, they, they could have three ladies' matches with the talent that they have. I mean, it's it's there's a there's a lot going on. No, there's definitely a lot going on. And again, in reference to CM Punk, Mark, AEW f- almost feels like it's custom made for CM Punk. All those doubts, all those things that he was saying, you know, all the bad blood coming out. 
I mean, I think he's custom-made for AEW. Let's go out to Angelo in New Jersey. Angelo, what's going on? Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, listen, I got two things for both of you. But first, before anything, I got to say, Alex does an incredible job behind answering those phones. Man knew who I was without even me having to say my name. He does incredible job and i always appreciate somebody who does a great job all right now one dave yes for guy giving you guys who give you criticism Uh uh-huh okay you know and i know it comes with every job i think sometimes you take it a little too too personally okay you you got you do a great job my therapist now angelo (laughs) no 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 dave (laughs) I mean, listen. I'll just, just lay down. Just lay down, long. Dave. Just lay down I'll just on the couch. You all the time, but you know, I mean, I just want want you to know you do a great job. Thank you, Angela. And uh, you know, that's that's what one thing. Wow, Angela. Angela, you know it's Friday listening to Angela complimenting Alex, complimenting me. I'm sure he's going to wish you a happy birthday and congratulations on the Hall of Fame, the Mark. Go ahead, Angela. No, 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 no. Mark, the Hall of Fame was eight years ago already. That, that's enough. Oh, oh, so now you're taking a. Now you're taking a. All right, go ahead, Andrew. I'm not gonna say that. Stop it, Dave. Uh, num- number two. Mm-hmm. That CMC We're only up guy. to number two. You've been on the air now for three and a half minutes. We've only up to number two. Go ahead, Angela. <laughs> that CM Punk guy. He yes. doesn't want to be in the industry. I'm so tired of hearing his name. Please stop. Please. Enough's enough with him. He's done. He's gone. He's a memory. Now, Mr. Henry, you yes, know, sir. since I, I will say happy birthday to you. Now, wait, Angelo, is this still a continuation of number two or is this number three? No, no, this is this is number three. Oh, okay. This is about WWE creative. Okay. Mr. Henry, do you remember, like, so many years ago when Austin, you know, was around and— Wait, wait. Well, hold on, Angelo. So, Mark, do you remember when Stone Cold Austin was around? Do you remember that? Stone Cold, yeah. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Angelo. <laughs> All right, guys, you got me. Um, how there was that promo with Dustin Rhodes, and he was more of like at that stage where he was a get-over guy. And, you know, he was dressed up in the ring, dressed up like extra kinky. And Austin came out and just stunned him, put him into the porta potty he was Dustin Rhodes was used. The guys in the twenty four seven in the hardcore championship hunt, they were still used as get over guys, and I think that is what needs to be done with a lot of these guys: Bobby Roode, Cedric Alexandra, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They just need to be used. They need to be given the time. Ten minute matches. Let them go out there. Let them lose. Just let them go out there and let them do the work. All right, Angelo. All right, Angelo. Thanks so much for the phone call. I got to admit, and I watch a lot of wrestling, I know Bobby Roode. I'd never heard of et cetera, et cetera, though. I don't think I've ever seen him wrestle. Cedric Alexander. No, I know I've seen Cedric Alexander, but he How said about it. Cedric Alexandra? Have <laughs> yes, you ever seen yes. him? Hey, I haven't seen Alexandra guy. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. It's the guy I, I've never seen. But anyway, so going back to Angela's point, get over, guys. Um, 
maybe that's a reason now why we have that twenty four seven title. I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe it's now that we, you, you're you're seeing. Dave, the, can I can I interrupt you? Sure, of course. Do you know where the term "know your role" and "shut your mouth" came from? Well, I remember The Rock said it plenty of times. Oh, that was that was a very um, regular Ron Simmons thing. Just know your role. And Dwayne dressed it up, had to shut your mouth. But Ron used to say, know your role. It's a business. It's owned by one individual. And don't you think that a person that owns something has a right to do with what they want? Because I'm going to tell you, I own my car. There ain't nobody going to get in my car and say, hey, man, you know what, man? Go ahead, let me, I'll, I'll drive. You you just, no, no, it's mine. Man, I don't want to listen to Bust It Open, man. Let me turn the radio to smooth jazz. No, you put your hand on my radio, you're walking. It's mine. Now, if you get in my car, and you say, hey, man, uh, this is a nice vehicle, man. Let, let me, let me can, is, can I contribute something? I have a CD that I want you to hear, and you dress it up for me. All right, I'll listen to it. That's what we're not doing. It's about your approach. It's your approach. And I, me and my wife, we I told you we was arguing before my birthday. And... She was I'm like, sure Mark, it's, something it's you not, did, by the way. it was my fault. <laughs> of course. Mark, it it's not what you say, but how you say it. Mm -hmm. You said that. And I said, you're right. You're right. You're right. And that's what it boils down to. Your approach to how you approach Vince McMahon and his staff. It's Vince McMahon and his staff. Everybody's standing outside his office because they know already that he will tell the staff what to do. But you can't go to Michael Hayes. You can't go to Pat Patterson. You can't go to all the other people in creative and voice your opinion to them before you go to Vince. I don't want to go over nobody's head. You ever think about that? Because if you go over my head, then what is the use of me is the way that I'm going to feel about it. So I'm going to go to the people that are on the way up and say, guys, can I give you another suggestion of what we could do here? And they might say, well, you know what, man, that's out of my control. That's that's a Vince question. Okay. Now I got the green light to go to Vince and, and, and state okay. my point. Stop going over people's heads. Use protocol. It's a business. You got to handle it like it's a business. I love it. And it will change the way the approach is taken. Thanks for listening. Catch us weekdays on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? 
Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.